0: From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to the Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for March 11th, 2009, an unofficial and unbiased look at all things Disney. From Orlando, Florida, I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined by my good friends Kathy Worling, Teresa Eccles. Walter Eccles, Kevin Close, and John Magi. In this week's show, we'll discuss the new official Disney online community, D23. Walter and I will also discuss our trip on board the Disney Wonder this past week, our last minute trip. And Kathy Worling and Teresa Eccles will tell us about the new BK Whopper Bar at Universal CityWalk. All that plus Roundtable Rapid Fire on this week's edition of the Diz Unplugged. Uh, first, our, my, I want to uh, just offer my apologies to everyone that the show is going up late. But as I mentioned, uh, we kind of, Walter and I had an opportunity to do a very, very, very last-minute uh, trip on The Wonder. We didn't find out until last Friday afternoon that we were going. So we decided to wait until we got back. Today is Thursday, actually, the, the 12th. And we decided to wait till we got back, obviously, to record the show. It was going to be kind of tough to do that from the from the ship, so we apologize for that, but uh, we hope we make up for it. Also, we will not be doing our Disneyland show this week, only because we would really have to rush through it. and uh, I don't want to do that. I want to make sure that uh, it's given the time it deserves. So the Disneyland show, the second part of our Disneyland show, will go up next week. Anybody have anything for housekeeping before I get right into the news?
1: I have one little one that we've got a couple people from the the Diz that are going to participate in the Muddy Buddy, and they're going to donate their money to the um, Give Kids the World.
0: All their money? They're going to sell all their stuff. <laughs>
1: yeah, they're going to—they're looking for donations, I guess. I should say. I don't think Dave oh, okay. would like that. I was telling him he's going to give away all this money. All his muddy money. Yeah. So
2: I have a housekeeping. Okay. We received a package from Lynn, who's. Uh, Carolina gal on the boards hold on one second while I bring it up to the table very nice
0: big let me box let guess it's a D23 membership
2: <laughs> yeah, really <laughs> it's unofficial we've got some peanut brittle We're wow. going to pass that around the table oh my goodness there's a whole bunch of really nice Ooh, snacks that looks nice southern pralines wild
3: west peanut holy <laughs> moly wow Oh, you can pass that one over here. Pecan praline chewy. Don't think you're
0: yeah. getting all the chocolate, <laughs> woman.
3: Texas chewy.
2: Gourmet chocolate.
0: It just goes on and on. I'll do this
4: filter.
2: Thank you very much. This is really nice. A big box of stuff we got.
3: Oh, what's that?
2: Mini margarita cookies. Mm.
5: Cinnamon. Hot stuff. <laughs> and we're nuts for you, that. Texas nuts. And there's a little tiny cowboy hat in here. I don't know what
2: happened to the rest of the cowboy. Oh,
5: <laughs> maybe it goes on here.
2: Yeah.
3: So she's Carolina girl. She's sending us Texas stuff. Is that right?
2: I don't know. Don't ask questions. Just say thank you.
1: Thank you.
0: Thank you very thank much. Thank you, Elaine. That's very, very you, nice Lynn. of you. We see
1: the little hat. Oh, that
2: looks so cute. Just what we all need—more food, right?
0: Yeah. Really. Well, thank you very much, Lynn. This is very nice. We really do need all the chocolate, especially after this cruise. I swear to God, I gained 10 pounds. Uh, Especially after we did the Palo brunch yesterday. We're We're begging for uh, for mercy. Our uh, waiter kept, you want dessert? You want dessert? He was pushing food on us like
4: he was a crack dealer. That's what I love about Mm. the cruise. We were about to explode. We could not eat anymore.
5: Before we go on, do we know who was going to do the Muddy Buddy? Yes, it is. I guess I
1: should have said that, shouldn't I? It is Paul Looney, Launchpad, 11B, Aaron Del Prince, ADP, Don Puckett, D-Puck, 1998, and Dave Parfitt, who is Mouse Skywalker.
5: However, it starts at 645. When is that? The day before the cruise. That's right. That's
4: right.
1: Oh, I'm, I'm on a roll because I was at the Princess Marathon over the weekend, so I'll be your early morning person covering it.
5: Oh, good.
0: Cool. Cool. All right. Anything else in housekeeping? As you can tell, I'm in a rush to get to the news. <laughs> because I why. there's there's only one news story we're going to talk about this week, folks. I wasn't going to bother to look at any other ones because I wanted to spend the time talking about the rele- Disney's release of its official online fan community, the D23, or as I'm calling it, DOA 23. Uh, because this one was pretty much dead on arrival, folks. It is, according to Disney, the first official online Disney fan community in the company's history. I think they even put it that it's the first official community in the company's 83-year history or something like that, not taking into account the fact that the Internet's only been around since, what, the mid-'90s. Now, according to its founders, this is an effort to connect hardcore Disney fans to Disney. ...as a way for the company to reach out and engage with what they're calling their most loyal supporters. And according to them, for the last three years, they have scoured Disney fan sites. And I'm presuming that included ours. And have determined that the following is what we, the fans, really want. One, a quarterly magazine entitled Disney 23 that will include behind-the-scenes info on the latest happenings at Disney. Two, a $10 discount on the yearly D23 Expo that will be held in Anaheim this September. And three, access to limited-edition merchandise, some of which will be replicas of never-before-available items from the Disney archives. The cost for this, $75 a year, that includes the magazine, A certificate of membership suitable for framing. The frame, by the way, is $90. I'm not kidding. And a surprise gift. Free to everyone will be a new website that will have information on Disney's history, as well as up-to-the-minute info on happenings from all around the Disney company. Now, there was a uh, conference call held a few days ago by the men behind this endeavor. Dave Smith... Uh, who's in charge of the Disney archives and is a Disney historian, Marty Sklar, the international ambassador for Walt Disney Imagineering, and I also believe he's a a Disney legend. And Stephen Clark, the man heading up the D23 initiative. And they talked about how this was for the fans and this, when it's not about merchandising, and we're doing this for the fans, and we're giving the fans what they want. Now, frankly, I am not sure what fan sites these people were looking at for three years that led them to believe that what we wanted as fans was to pay $75 for the privilege of buying collectibles or why they think that a quarterly magazine is somehow going to ignite a passion underneath us. I'm not sure what they're smoking in Burbank, but they messed this up big time. They have decided that their most loyal fans are collectors and history buffs. Now, to be sure, there is definitely that element in the Disney fan universe. And I'm not taking anything away uh, from those fans and, and anything that the company does along these lines. Definitely, that should be part and parcel of any fan initiative that the company undertakes. No question about it. However, there is a much larger fan base that has gone... And continues to go completely ignored. And that is the fans whose passion is for the theme parks. You know, those of us that return to Disney World, Disneyland, go on the cruise three, four, five times a year. Those of us who stay in the resorts, buy annual passes, join Disney Vacation Club. Now, granted, of course, we are intrigued by stories about Walt and about the company's history and the archives. But we are far more intrigued and much more passionate about the theme parks. And we are desperate for something from Disney that will enhance that aspect. We are the ones left wondering why it is that Disney is the only major hospitality firm in the world that does not offer any kind of loyalty program to its best customers. Because that is what we wanted to see from any official organization that Disney starts. And if you people spent three minutes researching these sites, let alone three years, you would have known that. Instead, you allowed your arrogance to lead you to believe that you knew better. And I am guessing from the vitriolic response you have received from people on my site and several others that you're wondering how you could have gotten this so wrong. Even the Motley Fool, which is normally a very pro-Disney outlet, is taking you guys to task on how badly you have botched this. For starters, there is the whole myopic vision that in this economy, people are going to pony up $75 for a membership that really doesn't offer anything. Are you even aware of how difficult some of your most loyal fans are finding it to pay for their next theme park visit? Do you have any concept of how difficult it is becoming for some of your most loyal fans to justify their Disney fix to increasingly skeptical spouses and partners, including mine, Do you have any idea that a large portion of your fans have increasingly felt their business is underappreciated and you continue to raise prices and cut back on benefits and specials to those of us who spend a lot of money on what you have to sell? Did that even make it into this discussion process? Or were you rocket scientists too busy patting yourselves on the back over this brilliant idea to really pay attention to what all of your fans want? Your company is laying off people like it's a new attraction. And during a time when you should be looking to shore up support from your most loyal visitors, instead, you put out something like this that just insults us and sends a message that we are little more than a broken slot machine for you to keep coming back to. That we'll just blindly part with our money without regard for value or content and that just because you call it official, somehow that makes it good. And something else... During that conference call, they said that the content on Disney fan sites was, and I'm quoting, pretty good. This coming from the bozos that are responsible for Disney.com, the single most useless information site in existence, and quite frankly, one of the worst designed. If you people spent less time having Tinkerbell fly around my screen, and more time keeping your servers from crashing, maybe your opinion of our content would carry a little more weight. As it is, Disney fan sites are the only only reliable source of honest and timely information on what's happening at your theme parks because God knows you can't do it. So as far as I'm concerned, go back to the drawing board and try again. This time, consider the entire fan community and not just part of it.
2: I had the opportunity to sit in on this conference call that they did to um, let people know, press and websites, what the whole deal was. And we covered pretty much what the whole deal was. The people who were involved in this uh Dave Sp- Dave Smith, Marty Sklar, and Stephen Clark. in my opinion, I think what they envisioned was much better than what came about. I think they had a much better idea of what this was going to be. They You're really- Disney,
0: you had three years and y- I'm so no I'm sorry, but
2: I think I think the Disney Machine got a hold of this and boiled it down to what this has become.
0: Because in listening, I mean, marketing got its hands right. right. Exactly. How can we get the money out of it?
3: Do you think it'll evolve into something bigger? Maybe
2: they're talking about stuff will be added to it. They didn't allude to what it was. There, there seems to be a lot. This is really focused around sharing the history of Disney. Okay, I have to jump in here. Well, let me just finish. Movies. Um, what Walt's um, Walt's vision was. Bring all of that stuff that they loved about the company, these particular folks love about the company, and sharing that with their fans.
5: The View oh, I saw it. Is coming I from Disneyland, it. the Disney Hollywood Studios, the actual Disney Studios in Burbank. In the in Burbank. Studios in Burbank. And the other day they had John Lasseter on and Bob Iger. And Whoopi Goldberg got to do something that I am completely and utterly envious of. Yeah. She got to go through the Disney archives. Yeah, it was cool. And they asked Bob Iger, will there be a Disney museum? And while he danced around it, he pretty much finally said, it's inevitable. They showed Mary Poppins' hat. They showed the, the Nautilus model that they used for 20,000 Leagues. They showed... Oh, the book. <sighs> the, is it Sleeping Beauty's book? The actual the book. That oh, so, oh. I, I don't know about anybody else, but I can't imagine anything better as a Disney fan. Now... I have to go back just People a second. We will see those things. Right. I have to go back, Pete, because I'm not just a fan of the theme park. My big push is the history of Disney. Yeah,
1: I like the I history would pay.
5: I would pay $75 to get into the museum oh, to see definitely. that stuff. That's where they made the mistake. I think the other, the other
2: part of that mistake is that they're going to offer merchandise that are reproductions of the stuff in the archives. Well, I don't want to see a reproduction of something. I don't want to see a scale model of something. I want to see the real
5: thing. The other thing is, I don't need to own a book the size of a coffee table. You know, people are downsizing. People live in smaller houses. Those huge McMansions are out of style. Eventually, the Disney collector runs out of space. (coughs) So you have to say to yourself, I just want to see the original stuff. I want access. I think the fact that somebody is finally tapped into Marty Sklar's knowledge, is brilliant. But if you're going to offer that magazine to the hardcore Disney fan and ask them to spend $75 to join this club, that should be an exclusive. And it's That's not. where If they're selling it at Barnes & Noble, I don't even have to buy the magazine. It's going to be available at Walt Disney World, Disneyland, and Barnes and & Noble stores. I can go to Barnes & Noble, buy myself a coffee, and sit at the, on a couch. And read Marty Sklar's article. I don't. And who pays sixteen dollars for a magazine, but no matter what kind of paper it's on?
1: Don't you think a lot of the the true people that are into the history of Disney have probably heard these stories?
5: You know, something well, who, I got to see Marty Sklar talk at an earmarked convention. It is one of the highlights of my life. I don't believe we've heard everything he has to
2: say. Well, oh, I don't think. Here's
0: he, the thing, though. Here's the thing. As I said, that side of Disney fandom is very legitimate, and I think it's great that they have done something to address that. And I understand that you're... But I don't think they have addressed Well, that. I'm just saying that even in any regard, they certainly address that side far more than they address those of us who are fans of the theme park, which is where I consider myself, and I think the vast majority of people on our site are. These are people who go to Disney World on vacation and go on Disney Cruise Line on vacation because they love the Disney product. They are not indifferent to history but they're far more interested in learning the latest thing about what's happening in the parks and what's what's going on in the parks and how the parks were built and the history of the parks and what goes on in the parks that those people myself included have been waiting a very long time to see some kind of loyalty program which is what many of us when we heard this was going to be a, for for Disney fans, what we, many of us were hoping this was going to be, because Marriott and Hilton and Starwood and every other uh, hospitality company in existence offers some kind of loyalty program to the people who spend the most money in their in their hotels or in the, or at their resorts, Disney is the only one that doesn't. Disney is the only one that says the person who comes three times a year shouldn't doesn't deserve anything more than the person who comes once every five years. And I don't know of any other company that does that. That's arrogant to me. And the fact that that whole piece was completely left out of this, not even addressed, anything having to do with the theme park fans, anything having to do with the vast majority of people that visit our site, was is basically an aside in this program. This is all about the archives and the history and Marty Sklar and Dave Smith and the magazine and the merchandise. It's addressing one Side And I think it is this smaller side, frankly. Because, I mean, we don't have discussion boards on disboards.com that deal with collectors or history or the archives or anything like that, nor do you see lots and lots of discussions about it on our boards. Why? Because for our visitors anyway, that's not what they're interested in. That's not what they're interested There are sites out there that absolutely do that. But it's not ours. It never has been. And I think when you take a look at the size of disboards.com, and the focus of DizBoards.com, how that could be overlooked and ignored in this process, being that it is the largest Disney discussion forum on the Internet, it is the largest Disney fan community on the Internet. How could it be overlooked? You did not spend three years going through DizBoards.com and come away thinking that this is what people wanted. You didn't. And this is what bothers me. This is what angers me, and I think... The terms being used in many of the threads on the boards, angry, insulted, disappointed, underwhelmed, and not just on our boards, on any number of boards that I read other than ours. Similar sentiment. You have a few people that, well, hey, this is great, but the vast majority of them, I'm not spending $75 on this.
2: One of the things they mentioned in this conference call was "This is not um, this is not coming from one division within the company. This is a corporate-wide program. So instead of being a Walt Disney travel company initiative and instead of being a DVC initiative, their idea is that it's supposed to encompass all of those things and at some point involve all of those divisions. Now, they never mentioned anything about a discount. What they really said was take a look at how, let's say, DVC has a DVC member cruise well, maybe what we'll do is we'll do um, a D23 cruise or what we may do is a D23 event at one of the theme parks and put together a package for that. So what they've tried to do is they've tried to make this all-encompassing throughout the throughout the company. I agree with what you said. I mean, absolutely. This is what I think everybody was waiting for, was what are we going to do to... Um, help our consumers who go to the parks? And what is this going to be for the people who go to the parks? And quite frankly, I don't think they thought about it. They, they thought they these don't people are they going to go anyway. Because
0: we're not considered fans. Yeah. We're considered consumers. We're considered consumers of Walt Disney Travel Company products. We are not considered fans. Okay? And, and I'm sorry. I take offense to that. I take offense that my passion in Disney is somehow viewed as being less than or not as important as or not worthy of recognition the way maybe some other aspect of the Disney fan community is. I take offense to that, and that's exactly as I have been saying it for years on this show. And for years before that, that Disney takes us for granted. And as far as I am concerned, they have proven my point, lock, stock, and barrel with this program.
5: I have an example of what exactly what you're saying. I used to be an avid pin collector and pin trader. And I talked to somebody, I'm not going to mention any names, at a pin event one time and asked why there was a huge group of people there. I'm going to guess 1,500 people at this event. And I asked why they didn't do more for that community. Why, when they had pin trading nights at the Contemporary, couldn't they put out a couple of extra lights because it was really dark there? And I was told... In really nice Disney terms, that the pin trading community, while it was a sizable group, wasn't really the focus of the people who designed and sold the pins for Disney. The casual person who walks into any Disney location and buys a pin far outstrips the fan base. So what's happening is, Disney feels, even though you're going five times a year, if you stop going... There's 4,000 people out there ready, ready to take your room.
0: And that may have been true 2 years ago. But this is 2009 and we are in the worst economy this country has ever been in. Not so the worst one not the, not the worst not the worst in 70 or 80 years anymore. Now it's just plain the worst. And it's a new day. It's a new day. I've been saying this on the show for a while too. This economy changes the rules. And here you have an opportunity. Not to mention a year and a half's notice that the economy was going into the toilet, and here you have the opportunity to maybe hedge some of that. To say to your highest affinity group, those of us that go back to the parks and the resorts over and over again, those of us that cruise on the Disney Cruise Line over and over again, to say to us, we appreciate your business. We appreciate your business so much that here's what we're going to we're going to give we're going to open up this hospital this. uh, uh uh, this program for you. We're gonna we're gonna offer you these different these different things to make it make us feel a little bit better in this economy about spending our money. As I posted on the boards, it is getting tougher and tougher for us to explain and justify to our spouses why we want to spend the money we want to spend on our Disney fix. We are all nervous about the economy. And I'm sorry, but your loyal fans drive an awful lot of business, not just when they attend and show up at the parks and the resorts, but when they talk to their friends and they share their passion with the people sitting in the cubicle next to them at work and tell them why Disney is such a better choice for a vacation than maybe where they were planning to go. Because that happens every day. Mm -hmm. That happens every minute of every day where we share our passion. My God, look what I did with mine. How many people have I shared my passion with? I'm just one fan. There are people on my site doing that every day. Why do you overlook them? Why are they less important? Why do you look at them with arrogance and derision and ignore them, ignore their place in the greater scheme of this? Because that's exactly what this program did, and that's why I don't support the program, and I won't support the program. Until they wake up get over their arrogance, and say, yeah, you know what? These people belong too. Let's make sure we're doing something for them. And a loyalty program is the only way you can show that. That is the only way you can show that. Come up with a loyalty program like every other hospitality company in the world does. For the love of Gods, get over yourselves. You are laying people off. You are buying out packages to scale back the size of your company. And you're doing it all at a time when you're ignoring your highest affinity group and patting yourselves on the back for coming up with this idiotic idea that has been met on the Internet with a thud. So, you know, I'm not going to beat a dead horse. We've actually gone way longer on this than I really plan to, but um, I think I've made my point about how I feel about it. And you know what? As I said in my post on the boards, Let's see. Let's see if they're going to do something to adjust this or if they're just going to sit in their offices and tell each other why their idea was so brilliant in spite of what people are saying about it. Because I'm sorry, you can't, look, you can't, you can't be excited about the reception you've gotten. Whatever, you, whatever numbers you're looking at, you could, be, you could have tripled them.
5: It's a fraction of what you could have had. It's a
0: fraction of what you could have had. We've if, you been talk- had if you had actually, actually really done the research, you said you did because you didn't. And wherever you were looking, you had an idea in your head what you wanted this to be, and you went out on the Internet and you looked at places that were going to tell you what you wanted to hear instead of actually listening to what people wanted and understanding who your fans really are, that it's not the one group that you focused on. It's a much larger group of people that you've been ignoring for years. And at some point in time, I hope that your arrogance abates And your minds open up and you understand what it is you're actually missing here. But you know what? Based on your history, Disney, I'm not holding out a great deal of hope. Because you're not real good at saying thank you. You're not real good at showing your appreciation for your fans. And if this is your attempt to do that, you failed miserably. That's all i got to say. Anybody else?
5: We've been talking (laughs) since this show started. Why is why is your 10th annual pass renewal not less expensive than your first annual pass? Why is there not something as simple as a 5% decrease every time you renew your annual pass? Why is there not, after you've spent, I mean, Disney can track anything. They've got that little card or fingerprint reader. They can track anything they want to track. Why haven't, after you haven't, let me start again, after you've spent your 25th night in the Polynesian Hotel, why is one of your nights not free?
0: Yeah.
5: Oh, I think it should be more than that.
3: It should be after so many trips to Disney World. Well, again, Average I think I just out, boiled it you down. You right. yeah.
2: Kevin boiled it down. and look at, look at the annual pass. Why can't you renew your annual pass at the previous rate? Right. Even if you just kept it right. at the same rate. The same rate you had this year, you get it for the same rate. I'm getting
5: less year. with my annual pass. Because you've got all these parties now. And more money. So my, my annual pass isn't worth what it used to be worth, and then I'm paying more for it.
0: Yep.
2: Something as simple as that, just to make the, the fan feel appreciated. But
0: That's all you got to do. You know, it's, and it's not going to take much either. It really isn't going to take no, much. No, it's not. But, all right, like I said, I'm, I'm done talking about it. We've got a, a lot of other things in this show to talk about.
2: We could spend the whole show talking we
0: about it. We could spend an entire yeah. show in just Bittertown. trashing, yeah, in Bittertown, <laughs> trashing... This myopic program that these rocket scientists came up with. Well, okay,
3: let's go to a happy place so, now.
0: Yeah, let's talk about the weather. <laughs> let's talk about the weather. Uh, well, actually, looking at the weather, it may not be all that great, but um, for the weekend, anyway, um, it's going to be partly cloudy, which in Orlando means there will be clouds in the sky. <laughs> um, but uh, the temperature is creeping up now, mid 80s is what it's going to be over the weekend, lows down to 62. Uh, next week, they're predicting isolated thunderstorms, 30% chance of precipitation on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday with it clearing up on Thursday, Friday, going into next weekend. Again, the highs from the high 70s to the mid 80s during the day and dropping down anywhere from the mid 50s to the low 60s at night. So, uh, weather's still good, humidity's still good, but we're slowly moving into our, our warmer season, so... Keep can that in I just mind.
1: Say about we've got a lot of wildfires down here. Yeah, yeah so we noticed we've that coming that. off
0: the ship. Yeah. So,
1: if, for all those people that don't want rain when they come down, I think you'd rather have rain than trying to see fire. through wildfires. I mean, because it oh, gets really nasty when it's down here. So, so, hope we get some.
5: And if you're playing podcast bingo, blame Carolina girl.
0: Yeah, because we're eating. We're eating. <laughs> <laughs> and the
5: answer to why is it Texas stuff? Because she's from Texas. Okay. Oh,
3: okay. Carolina girl.
0: Well, maybe she was born in Carolina and moved to Texas. That does okay. happen every now and
2: again. <laughs> it, it could be moving. Cardinal Gal. My eyes aren't that good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Should have sent it in Braille.
5: <laughs> Big block letters from now on. <laughs> do you want me to read it, Mr. Magoo?
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. That'll do it for the weather. We're going to move on to Roundtable Rapid Fire. And I'll go first. Uh, just to tell everybody, if you haven't read the blog, DizUnplugged.com, we uh, they uh, announced they have finally officially announced the names of the two new Disney ships that'll be released in 2011 and 2012. Uh, the Disney Dream and the Disney Fantasy respectively are uh, the two new ships. and I'm pretty sure we got those both right. I, I didn't go back to listen.
5: The I know we got was, the dream right. It was and the other one was wishes. There was three: the Disney Wish, the Disney Dream,
2: or the Disney Fantasy. Those are the three we were.
3: I thought somebody said it was the arm and the leg or
4: something. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> the Disney arm and the Disney leg. But I'll tell you, they're, uh I think it's gonna. I Can't wait. I can't wait. Cannot wait for those new shows, especially after spending four days on the Wonder and seeing just how well they have maintained that ship and that product. It's you know I was sitting on the on deck last night, and we'll get into this in my uh, in our report. But I was sitting on deck last night just writing up some stuff and looking around and I'm saying to myself, there is just not another company in the world that could put together a ship like this and make it feel, you know. And I understand why Disney didn't want to buy an already built ship and just kind of slap their brand on it because that wouldn't work. And I really admire the fact that they made that decision, even though we were all clamoring more ships, more ships, more ships. They wanted to wait and do it right, and I respect that. And I have no doubt in my mind, none, that these two new ships are going to be phenomenal. There's no doubt in my mind.
3: You think with more ships, the price will go down or not? No. 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 Okay. (laughs) Like when Disney
5: builds more hotels, the price go down? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no.
0: No, but I'll I'll tell you, you know, it's – there is no – for as much as I wish they would do something with the pricing right now because of the economy – there is no arguing that it's worth what they charge i mean this is a first class cruise line you're not you know the problem is is that people right now don't have the money to do first class there were an awful lot of cast members on that ship there were an awful lot of staterooms sailing on that ship that were going that was that were going for very little money because cast members don't pay a lot to sail and you know i, I just uh, but, uh, you know, we'll get into that. But um, I'm really happy that they've officially announced the names. And uh, we're all, all anxiously awaiting.
5: The next couple of years is going to be big in the cruise line industry. I'm also anxiously awaiting the Royal Caribbean Oasis. Yeah. That's going to be a killer ship. I
2: can't wait till we get on that ship. Mm-hmm.
0: So, that's for me. Who's next? Johnny.
2: Well, that was actually one of the ones I was going to use. Ha! Huh. As well as announcing that D23 was out. <laughs> so I'm all oh, really? it out. so
4: yeah. I missed that. You
2: missed that? How about this? Mother's Day brunch uh, in Epcot will not be taking place this year. Oh
0: What a shame. I mean, again, we're going to be on the podcast cruise, but uh, I was so so disappointed to hear that because that... You enjoyed that a lot. They first, really too. did. The last two years, uh, we've something we took my mom to and just had nothing but great things to say about it. I mean, the way it was run, the food, oh, the food everything was, awesome. was outstanding. And, uh, you know, I'm sorry. It just And it looked like it was really popular. I'm, I'm surprised they're pulling it.
2: Yep, so that's it. No Mother's Day brunch. That's,
0: sad. Yeah, that is a shame. Let's hope that's a temporary thing and they bring it back because that was a uh, – It was top-notch. That was top-notch.
1: Do you think they're getting rid of some of these things just because they can?
0: I, I think I, I think these are you know they're looking at you know where they can cut costs to to trim back. And I think
5: what they're doing is they're pushing people into the other restaurants. That was always put up so that there was another option. The park was so crowded that they needed another option. It was a temporary thing. And I think what they're doing now is by not having that, they're pushing those people into
0: the already existing. What a shame! Because I don't think there's another restaurant. In Epcot, that can deliver a meal like that Mother's Day brunch. Yeah.
5: It was kind of like
2: because they had the demand at that time, they had an the extra venue they could fill.
5: Like when they open up that noodle station on holidays. Oh,
3: please. Mm. Hey, why isn't that open all the time?
5: Because it. Well, it's well.
2: Is it? Okay, <laughs> I was over there the other day. We were all heading over to the noodle station. was and- it, it's open seasonal so that they can Handle the overflow from the regular restaurant so people can't get in. So, due to guest demand.
1: They also haven't (laughs) announced anything for Easter. So, I mean, like, what are they waiting for?
0: Yeah. That's coming up fast. It's really, it's only a few weeks away. So, Mm -hmm. Easter's
5: never really been a big holiday.
1: But, I mean, they usually did something. I mean, put something out there,
0: hide some eggs. (laughs) All right, Kevin, what do you have?
5: Uh, The store next to Mickey's sports store. And Once Upon a Toy, the store that's in between them, I think it was called Summer Sand or Sand and Sun or Summer Sun or something like that, closed. And it's now going to be Trendy.
1: Is that where that went? Okay.
5: And they've announced that Trendy will have uh, upscale Disney clothing and Disney merchandise.
2: Okay, right now
0: it seems like everything at Downtown Disney is 30% off. I was
5: just going to say, I
2: wanted to mention, I forgot to mention this, we were at Downtown Disney. I'm not done. I don't care. Um, <laughs> yours is boring.
0: <laughs> wow!
5: I think it's going to be like Vault Twenty Eight.
0: Yeah, out of Disneyland.
5: Don't let him talk. When we were at
0: Downtown Disney recently, la 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 la.
2: We saw signs for a lot of stuff was on sale: plushes twenty five percent off, jewelry twenty five percent off, bad music twenty five percent off. <laughs> Come on, Zamfir, keep talking, but. The Once Upon a Toy Place had 35% off yeah. all toys. I yeah. saw
3: that. We were there the other day. Stella went crazy.
2: Jewelry was 25% off. Talk about a sign of the times. Yeah. yeah. Never seen that. Never. Disney. Never seen it. Really? The, the
5: big figurines, you know, like the four-foot figurines mm-hmm. in Art of Disney, they were on sale. Wow. wow.
3: I actually had a gigantic Minnie Mouse in my hands. Stella, we were just had to have it, but we didn't get it. I couldn't justify the 50 bucks, no.
0: Alright, well thank you, Kevin Yeah, I got one Walter Iron
4: Chef Supermom Cat Cora Is working with Walt Disney World On a new signature restaurant concept For the theme park Expected to have the energetic, fresh, family Friendly vibe Cora is known for That will be opening in Walt Disney in 2010
0: I wonder where Please put it in Animal Kingdom.
2: <laughs> oh, yes, it's going to be in Virgin Megastore.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Catcore is twenty thousand square foot <laughs> signature restaurant. You see five thousand people for an dinner.
5: Int- an intimate space.
0: <laughs> please put it in Animal Kingdom. Come up with something, Cat. Save Animal Kingdom's dining. Because right now they're just ruin; those, those rainforest people are just ruining it.
5: I want you to know we were in chat last night, and one of the discussions was your rapid fire from last week. <laughs> How long drawn out and boring it was—the seven-hour rapid fire.
0: <laughs> Anything but rapid, yeah. Well, some of them were calling them Wob.
2: <laughs> oh.
3: oh, I like that.
5: The, Look at a plant, there. eat a sandwich. No <laughs> the, the second string gardening team. <laughs> uh, uh, Great tuner! Don't you know nothing? <laughs> we miss
0: you, Bob. We do, Bob. Thank you, Walter. Teresa.
3: Yes. Um, Playhouse Disney Live on Tour is coming to town next Friday, March 20th at Amway Arena. You can go and see little Einsteins, Tigger and Pooh, Handy Manny. Or Clubhouse Mickey Mouse tickets
5: are. Or you can go to Walt Disney World.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Tickets are eighteen to fifty dollars, and it's exciting if you're a pre-K. You know.
1: Oh, we we sing the songs when it's on TV. So that'd um, be cool. Whose way? My daughter and I, my 25-year-old daughter. I was just going to say, I was it's just the, say it's wow. It's the She's Mickey not- Mouse Clubhouse. And if my granddaughter's there, she gets up I can't, and dances. I can't handle Handy Manny, but I like the others. Yeah. Well,
5: I ain't You're not that. supposed to handle Handy Manny. <laughs> I was
1: not going to touch
0: that one. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Teresa. Kathy, what do you have?
1: The 16th Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival will be in bloom March 18th to May 31st. And they've already started putting the topiaries up, and they've started doing the flower beds. So if you're coming down before this starts, which I guess would be in the next six days, um, you can see a lot of it. Um, The the Flower Power Concert Series is only on the weekends this year. I know we've we've talked about it, but the first performer on – March the 20th is Davy Jones. All you Monkeys fans out there, join me. I'll be there.
0: Watch a senior citizen dance around stage. Gorilla.
1: You going, Kathy? Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Walker
0: in his oxygen tank.
1: It's a chance for me to bond with, like, my kids and younger people that I can go. I was a member of their fan club.
0: I just remember,
5: I just read recently that Peter Torque from the Monkees was diagnosed with a very, very rare form of cancer. I saw that. Oh, really? I
1: saw that. Oh, that's sad.
0: Wow. Well.
5: How's that for bringing the show together? Yeah, we <laughs> are, really. really. <laughs>
1: Thanks.
0: And dead stop.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but head on over to the park. Flower and Garden is always a great time. It to is. Visit. We
4: saw some of the topiaries. They were beautiful, yeah. really. park always. never looks better. You Official
2: opening is March 21st. And who were the
0: gardeners? I, well, I it was 18th. <laughs> <don't start. laughs> Let me get my list. <laughs> I thought it was the 18th.
2: No, the official opening date, right? I
1: know. I, I saw that, and it says it starts at the 18th, but the opening ceremony is not till the 21st. Right. Oh, okay. But they've moved some stuff around. It was sort of interesting. I mean, I've gone like every year for the last however, and it's like, you, go, oh, but that was over here, and that was over there, so they've moved things around. And
5: don't worry if you're not there right at the beginning. It just gets better. Mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. Agreed. Cool. All right. Well, that'll do it for Rapid Fire. We're going to move on to our first segment. Walter and I are going to tell you a little bit about the last four days. We spent on the Disney Wonder and just preface it by saying it was great, really and truly. A couple things that we uh, weren't happy with, but for the most part... A, a a great great experience um we had a wonderful time and i fell in love with castaway key all over again i mm. fall in love with that island every time i go there
2: when was the last time you guys were there Oh, just last
0: year
4: and i don't think it was last
0: year. it was last year i think we went we, over
2: this we were surprised in the short period of time how much nicer it's become
4: it's gorgeous it's, yeah. i was surprised how beautiful it was and i always liked it but like you said this time i like fell in love again because it was just so incredibly beautiful did and you hear
5: yourself as mrs howell again
4: <laughs> not this time he shows up as ginger
5: <laughs> come on love you off the boat <laughs> go ahead go for it
0: Pete's got a face <laughs> on like he's got a joke coming no I'm not going <laughs> to say it I'm not going to say it I'm not going to tell you what he did before we got on the glass bottom boat but uh, we uh, yeah I mean we had uh, again I wanted to really uh Take as much video as I could because you know the new camera and everything. We're really anxious to take you know take it out for a spin on Castaway Key. So we really walked all over the the island. I got to say, boy, it looked gorgeous. Let me start at the beginning. Check in process, as always, flawless, incredible. They really have this down to a science. We literally went from the front door of my house to inside the cabin uh, in our stateroom in an hour and ten minutes.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: Okay, in an yeah. hour and ten minutes. That's how. Then again, we, we left a little late. We didn't get to the sh- the, the, the terminal until about 2.30. That's what we do. And we you luck. have no crowd. Mm-hmm. No, we just walked on. If you get there at noon, there's a crowd.
5: For those of you who have to take an eight-hour plane ride to get to the cruise, <laughs> you made it there in an hour and ten. Minutes. Yeah, really.
0: <laughs> Sorry, guys. One of the benefits of living in Orlando. Um, but, uh, you know... So that was that was painless Uh, lunch. uh, Day of embarkation was up at uh, beach blanket. I think it was. Yeah, it was beach blanket. And uh, let me just let me just say this to everybody listening Um, as an as as a tip or just an advice or a suggestion when you're on a buffet line. (laughs) Yeah. Select the item, put it on your plate, and continue moving. (laughs) If you are incapable of selecting between multiple items of food, step back while you make your decision and let those of us that are not quite as buffet challenged as you are move forward. Why do people become functionally illiterate when they get on a buffet line? It was driving, I wanted to take the tray and beat this guy over the head. (laughs) I don't know if I
4: want this. I don't know if I want that.
0: <laughs> it's a freaking lunch buffet. Pick something and go on. It's Come on, let's get on with our line. Throw it away. So
5: I like the one who always decides that the line started at the other end and is headed towards you. Yeah. you
2: <laughs>
4: I show him no mercy. The
5: one who reaches around.
2: I just want a melon. You no, know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, I like else.
0: <laughs> um, But uh, I'll say that you know uh, lunch. The, uh, the lunch buffet was okay. It wasn't bad. Um, we've had worse. We've had worse getting on on. on well, it wasn't Shirt. bad at all. We, we enjoyed. Yeah, lunch
5: was the restaurant chaotic.
0: Yeah, always, yeah. always. It's always chaotic.
5: Don't um, judge your cruise by that first meal. No, no. no never. Then trying to
4: find a place to sit is always challenging if you get there in the middle of it.
3: Were so. there people walking around with their luggage? Like you said, there might be if
5: they carry on stuff. Probably. Not probably as much because they got there late at that meal. Not at
0: that hour. No, everybody's stateroom was ready. So they
5: were able to bring stuff to their
0: stateroom. And then, of course, you know, your your first full day on the ship, on a four-day, you're at Nassau. And uh, if you've read my blog, you know what I think about Nassau. I made him go to the straw market, which was a big mistake. He made me get off the ship and go to the straw market. And I looked at him in the middle of this place and said, I don't care if you're dying and this is your last wish. We are never coming back here again. Yeah. It is too depressing for words and I am I just want to be really clear here folks. I am not saying anything against the people that are trying to make a living for themselves. It's just not an enjoyable experience. Nassau is a slum. It's a slum and it's not and the stuff they're selling is crap. It's not nice crap. It's not You know, interesting, it's just crap. And it's not worth it. It's not worth getting off the ship if all you're going to do is shop. Don't bother. If you want to do shopping, do the seven day. Do the seven day and go to St. Martin or St. Croix or Tortola or one of the other islands. Do not bother getting off the ship to shop in Nassau. It's a rip off. If you're going to do a shore excursion, if you're going to go over to Paradise Island, somewhat different story. You can have nice experiences in Nassau doing shore excursions. But just get—I'm telling you—the shopping district, the shopping just district just not is filthy, and you've got people accosting you. You'll be hounded. hounded Have you ever every gone one feet. step
5: for, or one street further up, where all the jewelry stores are and stuff? You, yeah,
0: we yeah. went down. Yeah. That. That's where oh. we were—Jewelry Row. We went down there. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and that's just—it's not the jewelry is not a good bargain in Nassau. I don't know why. Um, It's—I just I, really and truly—you—you you get a great view of the ship. You get a great view of Nassau from the deck of the ship. But well, now, if you haven't gone before,
4: they probably will get off to see what it's like. But when they get off, they're going to come back and say, you were right. I should have stayed on the no, show. No, I'll
5: stay on. We just watched a really interesting half-hour show on PBS about Nassau. So if you're ever looking through, and it's some Bill something, some travel guy. I can't remember his name. Bill Burroughs or something yeah, like that. And he does a whole interesting thing about how Nassau became a tourist destination. So if you're ever looking through PBS, look mm. for it. It's interesting.
2: And, and going back to what you said, what I find interesting about that is more ships stop in Nassau any other ports, because most ships are registered in the Bahamas, and they have to make that mandatory stop. Right, right. So it can't be for a lack of tourism dollars that it is one of the worst ports. It is.
0: It's just terrible. And like I said, if you want to do something in Nassau, do a shore excursion, uh, you're more likely to have a better experience than if you are just getting off and going shopping. So, um, But that was also the day that I did my spa treatments. Should have done them in the other order, gotten off the ship, and then had my spa treatments. Right. Oh, but yeah. I did my spa treatments in the morning, and uh, you know Vista Spa. It's expensive, folks. I'm not going to lie to you; it's not cheap. But boy, oh boy, I, I just I'm, I'm I'm a spa snob. I've said on the show before. I'm a spa snob, and I, I really it's it's hard to find it's equal anywhere. It's just that good. Um, the services are wonderful. The product they use is wonderful. And I, I, I mean, I did a whole pampering thing where I, you know, I had a seventy-five minute deep tissue, um, and then a, a fifty-minute facial, and then had my hair cut, all like right back to back. So you were ginger. I was ginger. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, I said you'd be a new man, and when you got done, you. Well, managed. I need. Yeah, he was like insisting because I, I was just. It was also, you know, to, you know, on a personal note, it was my first time going on the cruise sober, and I was nervous, and you know, it was actually the first day was pretty tough for me. Um, I did a lot of drinking on the cruise, and I—I I don't know if this is new or if I just never noticed it because I was one of them. But no, it's new. The alcohol pushing this—I, I'm telling you, it has degraded to booze merchant status.
2: I don't think that's new at all. I don't think that's new at all. I think, well, I
0: think this to the degree the, to the what de- it happens, the is degree, new. especially the day of embarkation. Walking by, it was like being in Mexico or a Nassau. Hey, mister, hey, mister, buy this. Hey, mister, hey, mister, buy if you that. You did
4: not have a drink in your hand. Everyone you walk by, ask if you want to. <laughs> See, I don't
0: drink.
5: Really? And I, I I don't drink. And I find that they're standing outside the elevator waiting for you.
2: Yeah, we, we find that they're very pushy. This, that's my biggest complaint about the cruise. Is literally walking around with these trays and almost like making you feel bad. Right. Mm-hmm.
5: Come on, you want to have this. Yes. Come on, come yeah. on, come on. You have to have this. It's a cruise. You have to enjoy yourself. I sat out by the adult pool one day and I felt like I was being harassed on one of the Disney cruises one time. Until I finally said to the woman, "My mind's not going to change. Go get me a Diet Coke." <laughs> and then all of a sudden, she never came back.
0: You See, right. on the island, on the island, we didn't run into anybody pushing drinks.
2: Oh. Okay, So
5: sookie. Okay.
0: Yeah. We didn't no, run into really? anybody. No, um, but on on board board, well, and, re- and it we- was it was the first day.
4: The first day when you're leaving, everyone's pushing. After
0: up. that, it wasn't quite so bad. Although the day we had breakfast, the day we were in Castaway Key, we had breakfast. It was eight o'clock in the morning, and they come up with the mimosa cart.
3: Oh my god!
0: And yes. I'm like. It's 8 o'clock in the morning. Get the hell away from me.
3: And this is extra, right? So they're
4: wanting oh, yes. to buy all yes. this. Oh, yeah. This is oh, yeah. This alcohol is alcohol a moneymaker, so they're really yeah, pushing it. Now. In addition to
2: being an extra expense, they add the gratuity to alcohol immediately. Yes. So they're getting 18% gratuity right away on everything you buy from them.
4: If you buy a drink, if you buy a beer, if you buy alcohol, the gratuity is already added. So you need okay. to make sure you know that. So
0: I'll tell you the spa. and but I, Are there I, drinks I, in there? No, they were not serving (laughs) drinks in there. But in the spa, even, and I'm surprised I fell for it. You know, I've I've talked about it before, where you have this, you have the spa service done, and then afterwards they come and they try and sell you product. Not not pushing drinks, they're pushing far more expensive, you know, beauty products. And normally, I'm able to say no, thanks. But I, I, I just, I got caught up in the. I got caught up in it. What Mm. did you buy? Well, I ended up bringing stuff back. Walter had to bring stuff back. <laughs> He's like, please, I don't want I, to. I go can't. Up there. It's so embarrassing. I can't go back up there. I went straight um, up there. Hey, how would I get my money back? But I get my...
2: Um, oh, you, you return stuff. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, I see what you're saying.
0: dollars worth of stuff. Well, yeah. I mean, I bought $180 worth of, uh, you know, face facial scrub and eye serum and eye mask. I'd like
2: to return this. It doesn't fit. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I did uh, the uh, the one thing I always buy is the um, that's, uh, the bath salts, um, the um, Mussolies bath salts, which are ten packets for one hundred and seventy six dollars. Oh. Um, but let me tell you, they're phenomenal. They're special really, special. They really oh, they well, should pretty much have to be. <laughs> they yeah. be. They really are. Um, and I don't buy them a lot. I only buy them when I go on the ship, and uh, you know that pack of ten. I use them very sparingly.
5: You That's know. an eighteen dollar bath.
0: Yeah, it is eighteen dollar bubble and bath.
5: Some salt
4: <laughs> eucalyptus oil and some and
2: you also get a straw and blow bubbles. <laughs> the
0: but um, so the spa was great. We had a great. Uh, we had a great. Uh, I had a great time in the spa. Um, our third day. Before you go,
2: one thing about NASA I want to mention is there's Paradise Island, which is the big
5: hotel, which has right. the
2: casino. That's a great destination.
5: There's also want. a little shopping village just outside of there, which is kind of cute. It's not mm-hmm. huge, but it's it's only a short walk down so the hill. You,
2: if you want to get off the boat in Nassau, you can do it and not be accosted. You can go up to Paradise. Island.
0: The the third day of the cruise, you're at Castaway Key, and as we just said, Castaway Key, unbelievable, unbelievable, unbelievable. This is worth, in my opinion, the cost of the cruise. Mm-hmm. It really um, is. At I, I, first, I
4: wouldn't have said that, but after this trip, I would certainly say It that. is
0: such a unique experience. And my only, you know, the only disappointment, honestly, was the barbecue, the lunch barbecue. Oh, my God. I heard um, I've heard that before. heard that before. This got was, a pe- was the worst Walter, steak I've well, ever had. Walter got a piece of steak that was just not edible. Yeah. There was, there was more fat yeah. than meat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's the way it was on ours.
0: Just a little tip. They serve
5: a very, very, very nice lunch buffet in parrot key on castaway key day it's air conditioned there's no sand in any parts of your body it's great
1: did you have a, did you go over on the family beach at all for lunch cuz sometimes people say that's better than the one no, over
4: there the they adult said adult beach. it was better um, better but we went to the
0: adult beach yeah, that's and that we was always go. that was not very good that just had, i i really wanted to go to cookies over with, off the family beach but we were, we were over on the uh, on the Bay. adult beach on surrender So there's Bay.
3: restaurants on this Island. No, no, they have
0: like barbecue stations. It's like a big barbecue. It's
3: like your it's family like barbecue. It's yeah. actually sort yeah. of
2: cool.
5: Oh, cool. It's like a pavilion in a park. Yeah.
4: At yeah. lunchtime,
2: they do serve lunch. There is uh, There are snacks available throughout the day. You can get the, the soda machines there on the island, so there's a free soda. There's going to be fruit. I believe there's ice cream there's and cookies cream. and things like that. And then there's also a bar.
0: So you can Let me ask you drinks.
3: this. I've been meaning to ask this. Once you get off, are you doomed to stay there the entire day or can nope, you No oh,
0: no oh no back and, you, and forth through the ship You literally oh, okay. step Anytime off the ship want. onto
2: land and then it's back onto the
3: ship Oh, so it was not a no no a, no, no. A rowing out to the <laughs> you
2: island You don't have to swim
4: at no point in your
5: at no point in your cruise do you have to row unless you want to
4: <laughs> Yeah No you simply walk off. to it Okay good cool when we go home. there
1: I want to be standing right next to you because I want to see you experience all these things.
0: Oh, yeah.
5: Because I wave at you as you get mm-hmm. up I knew it was no one can see it, but Teresa was making the rowing move.
0: <laughs> now, we were very fortunate this trip in that uh, uh, the manager of Palo, it's a, guy, a gentleman named Marco, who uh, I happen to know from many, many times in the ship. He used to be a, a server sure. in, in Palo and is now the manager. And recognized me. I haven't seen him in a couple of years recognized me instantly when we came in and uh, was very gracious in giving us a wide-open invitation to just stop in to eat. We didn't have to make a reservation, which is really tough because normally you've got to make a reservation and you only get one shot per cruise. And try to do it as far out in advance as you can. Yeah, because it it does fill up fast.
2: I I need to make a disclaimer here. This is a very unusual situation because of who Pete is. Please don't expect that this will ever happen to you and be disappointed about it. It's just you have to make your Palo reservations in advance.
0: You have to, yes. Do not think you're going to stop in there and say, you know, I want to eat here. It's not going to happen.
5: I don't know that there's anything on the cruise that causes more worry and fretting than a Palo reservation. Mm-hmm. I think you're right.
1: Really?
5: People getting a Palo reservation, yeah.
4: But and not
3: everybody goes to Palo, right? People well, there. it's
5: adults only
4: and you got to pay, what is it? $15 a person.
5: And if you're staying in a suite, you can make your Palo reservation 105 days before your departure. If you're a Castaway Club member, meaning that you completed at least one previous Disney cruise, you can make it 90 days prior to uh, departure. And if you're a first-time cruiser and everybody else, it's 75 days prior to departure. They do not release all of the Palo reservations online ahead of time, so if something happens that you get closed out or don't get the night you want, they do have Palo Reservations on the ship when you first check in. I think you have to go to Rock and Bardeer. Uh,
0: wave bands. wave on bands the On, on the Wonder, because
4: you see people put their luggage up and start running.
0: Really? Yeah. Yes. Spa appointments and palo reservations are especially especially the, especially the uh, massages and the cabanas on Castaway Key. In the adults area, there are these cabanas. We have some great pictures and video to put up. Uh, some great uh, these these beautiful little cabanas that look out over the ocean. Where you can get either a, a regular massage or a couples, a couple's massage. massage, and uh, they uh, those those fill up very very fast.
5: Now we always tell people it's a great thing. Go to Palo, you'll have a great time. However, if you don't get to go to Palo, or you're the night that you want, that's the other thing that causes a great deal of fretting, because there's four nights and there's three restaurants. Yeah, so one night you duplicator restaurant and everybody wants to know exactly which night is going to be their duplicate night so they can make their palo reservation on their duplicate night everybody on the ship wants to do that if you can get a palo reservation great but it will not ruin your cruise if you don't go
0: my suggestion though is that try if you can to make your palo dinner the last night of the cruise and here's why after you have dinner at palo everything else is going to suffer by comparison uh that's what i'll i'll tell you we had when i tell you the meals we had Phen- both dinners and the uh and the brunch were flawless phenomenal absolutely flawless the food was superb if you have not done their
4: uh brunch definitely try to do that cuz it, it is the best brunch you ever you ever have. cuz
0: we were we were disappointed with dinner in the dining rooms uh, animator's palette I had ordered uh, a veal shank.
2: No. Mm. horrible.
0: And it was like it was like cutting through muscle and bone, oh, a lot of fat, a and it was a fat. lot of fat and just it was very very tough.
5: Ooh, it sounds like a nip nip-tuck, niptuck episode.
0: Yeah, it was it was pretty nasty. Um, the food, you know, and even last <laughs> night in Parrot Key. Um, The yeah, the food was just not what it should have been.
4: Okay, they had had a different sauce. The sauce left some really bitter, nasty aftertaste. Well, I think
0: honestly, it's time for a new head chef on the Wonder.
2: In in all honesty, for Parrot
5: Key Night, if we don't get into Palo, we'll have burgers or you want to hear something really horrible? I've never had dinner. I've never gone to my dinner at Parrot Key the menu doesn't appeal to us. I've had lunch in parrot key. I've had my uh, the day of embarkation. I've had my um the welcome aboard l- uh, lunch there. I've we've
0: always skipped. What bothers me though is that they can't seem to keep the food quality consistent. They have done uh, there have been cruises both on the Wonder and the Magic where the food has been wonderful. The food in the restaurants, the food in Palo, the food has been wonderful. But every so often you go on one of the cruises and The food is just subpar, and what was subpar about the food, in my opinion, is they're back to buying substandard pieces of meat. And I'm sorry, when you're not discounting your staterooms, and you're charging more than anybody else charges for a four-day cruise, I'm sorry that you don't have a casino. You've got to serve better food than that.
5: I'm sorry they don't have a casino, too.
0: You know, it, it really... I think it's you know time for them to revisit their purchasing. I think they are trying to you know save money by buying lesser pieces of meat, and you know you've got to think about what that says about the quality of the of the experience when you do that. Now, if you're somebody who's not used to eating out a lot, I realize that you know for us, you know we do eat out a lot. We do eat in really good restaurants. You know, at Disney World and Universal. And, around Orlando and out in California, so we are a little bit spoiled. So for somebody who doesn't eat out a lot, and I don't mean this in any kind of condescending way, and I don't want it to come across that way, but if you're somebody who doesn't eat out a lot, you might be okay with this.
2: There's also the the awe of being on the ship. Animator's Palette has a great show associated oh, with the night. Not was so nice. much anymore.
1: No, I don't like the show at all. It no. was, well, it's not what
0: it used to be. The Is last it? time we were on, it was fantastic. Well, you know how no. they. You know how you know, they used to like at different points during the night they would stop and something would go on and then something would change. No, now things just change. There's mm-hmm. no. And then at the at the end of the night they show the whole the whole reel and then change all the colors. And then the you know the waiters come out and do their well, whole things go
4: back and forth between black and white and color not you know gradually like it used to that's be that's the way it was on our cruise randomly nope, they changed from it. color they to have black changed and white.
0: it and I that was stinks. disappointed it was not good that's facts that um,
4: but in any
2: event if people get caught up in the I'm on a cruise so the food is good anyway and it's well, also that I can have whatever I
5: want and as much as I want. I think there's also the I-don't-have-to-cook-it effect. Right. Yeah,
3: I
2: don't I'm terrible. with that one. Yeah. <laughs> and,
3: and the kids are looking forward to They've been asking me about the food, and I'm thinking, well, from what I've heard you all talk, I said, I think it's going to be fine. They're going to have a great time. And well, Max is like into that room service. He's already planning.
0: Well, let me tell you, there's... In, you know, with the exception of that and another suggestion to everybody, bring your own toilet paper.
4: <laughs> because okay. they, that's, they're, that's they pretty out? much the lowest like, no, grade. like sandpaper
0: on a roll.
2: Ooh,
3: the Penny catalog. It
4: was the lowest grade industrial question. toilet paper I'd ever seen. She asked
5: if they ran out. Teresa <laughs> says, why do they run out?
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, you're limited to one roll.
4: <laughs> Actually, on my notes, I got industrial grade toilet paper. Ouch.
0: Yeah. So it was horrible. It was rough in more ways than one. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I would suggest, if, especially if you're somebody who's particular about their toilet paper, bring your own. Wow. Um, but
3: One more thing to pack. <laughs> with,
0: with the exception of those things, I can tell you the service on the ship was superb, from our stateroom hosts to our servers uh, to the people on deck. As a matter of fact, I was really impressed. Sitting up in the adults area, they were coming around in the afternoon uh, yesterday with these beautiful Caesar salad with chicken just randomly. Would you like a salad? Would you like a piece of pizza? They were just coming up to you with
2: it. I like that new what they've done up there with the they've added that little eating area off the bar that has the fresh salads. I have to tell you something. We
5: actually announced when the last cruise, John and I, we had an interview with the the cruise director, right? Um, And we actually let you know that
0: they were going to start doing that. that that. That's right. That's right. Now that they must have just started it. doing that. Then
5: yeah. it's what they call their spa food. It's not huge meals, and they're healthier options. I didn't know about the mm-hmm. pizza, but they're usually healthier. They said they were going to be healthier options. Um, oh, okay. Uh, salads and wraps and things like that. Yeah. But it's only in the adult area and fresh okay. fruit. Mm-hmm. How was your room?
3: I know you said it was a smaller, a different. Or well, it was a
0: it, it was a it was a category nine. Which I, okay again. <gasps> <gasps> oh. <laughs> didn't bother now, cruising? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't I, have a veranda. I, the, I, you know, for me, I'm a smoker, so the veranda is kind of important.
4: Yeah,
0: um, but and so I was a little like, and this is the first time I know, the first time on all the times I've been on Disney Cruise Line, which we now we're like 16, 17 times, uh, that I've ever not had a balcony. But I got to tell you, I really didn't miss it. It wasn't bad. I mean, it would have been nice to have, but you know, it was the same size room. The category nine is basically the same size room. We had that nice big porthole. A nice okay. big, nice, big window, um, and it was you know I was real happy with the room. we were real comfortable, yeah. um, we have
5: some friends who usually travel in a veranda state room, our friends Mike and Ann, and they recently were able to get um, a great rate through a cast member their daughter's a cast member and they stayed in the category 9 and came back loving it
0: it was great it was mm-hmm. nice
3: so what's the okay it's 1 through 12 or what
0: right now your categories uh, Your best? category 10 one. Uh, category one, 1 is a suite but categories 10 11 and 12 are your inside staterooms Category. I
3: think I'm 15 or something. Category 5. I don't remember. No.
0: (laughs) Category 5 through 9 are your outside staterooms with 5, 6, and 7 being veranda. 5 and 6 are a full veranda. Category 7 is what's called a navigator's veranda. It's kind of enclosed, but it's still the same size as the other balconies. It's just kind of enclosed with a big porthole. We like that. Um, Categories 8 and 9 are uh, outside staterooms with just the porthole window. They're called deluxe ocean view staterooms.
2: Some of them, depending on where you are on the ship, will have two small portholes, and some will have one big porthole.
0: Right?
3: Do they open?
0: No, no, no. 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 Okay,
3: just no. asking. I don't know. Never been on a ship.
0: But I, I will. T- I will say this: not being able to open the balcony door at night does affect how I slept on the cruise. I did not get the kind of sleep on this cruise that I normally get because I uh, there's something about that that mm-hmm. that sea air that is just Maybe it's the sound. I don't know what it is, but I always sleep really, really good when I can open up the uh, the balcony door and and kind of just. You sleep with the door open? Oh yeah. If it's cool enough. If I will. it's cool yeah. enough, yeah. So
2: the only thing is that turns the air conditioning off, right, in the room. But there's a if lot the-
0: of times where you don't need it. If you're out on the ocean, it's cool. Yeah. You know, so we always um, need it. Overall, this was uh, just it. W- it was a tremendous, tremendous cruise.
2: Quick question: Did you do any of the shows?
0: No, we didn't. No. No,
4: We were Disney paparazzi. we just run around filming and taking pictures and everything. Yeah, we were just... There's only one thing I wanted to mention about Paolo. The only problem I had was if you need reading glasses, bring them. (laughs) If you have a small light source... Bring it yeah. I could not Pete had to read the uh, I had to read the menu to him mm-hmm. I, I couldn't see We
2: yeah. find that in a lot of restaurants Because it was too dark mm-hmm. Yeah, it was that dark And the print's small and, I'm trying, and to, I'm trying, trying to break it screens. to him
4: that You're old now No, no. I, I no. can make out like the main meat yeah, I, I can it said salmon i <laughs> No, it's really, really dark If you need glasses, I would bring them to Palo Like I said, bring a little flashlight It's too. funny,
5: I carry a little flashlight with me I, I would I just, uh, my eyes have gotten older And not, this was before this incident But yeah, in a lot of
4: restaurants, you just can't see it. It's probably more me than Paolo. But that was that was if Pete wasn't there, I don't know how I would have ordered.
3: I always have a flashlight, but there's no batteries in it because the
4: kids
0: sort of defeats the
4: purpose, then doesn't it? I always
2: take my batteries.
0: (laughs) All right, that'll do it for our report on the wonder. We're going to move on and talk a little bit to Kathy and Teresa about their uh, experience over at the new BK Whopper Bar over at City Walk at Universal. They went to cover it, and Teresa actually got on the news. We're going to put a link to them in the show notes page. Oh,
3: don't please! <laughs> no, it looked great. and You sounded dropping food out of my mouth while I yeah, eat. it was really good.
0: My first Whopper. So tell yeah. us about the BK Whopper bar. Yeah, I
1: I, it was. I enjoyed it. It's it's not your typical Burger King. It was no, it's not
3: your neighborhood Burger King. It's yeah, definitely not. It's,
1: it's nice. It we, fits in. We first thing we saw was the the creepy Burger King. If you don't like clowns, you probably won't like the burger. Yeah,
0: he is kind of creepy.
1: Yeah. And I took pictures of his shoes, too. Oh, his shoes were just
0: <laughs> so freakish. He had, but... he had two
3: beautiful babes beside him that was. Whopperettes. His... I don't know what they were calling them. Babes. <laughs> was it babes? Yep. A uh, tiny little tube top. Wow, dress. that's not
0: sexist, is it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but this is
0: whopper
4: the one. Winches. The. Winches.
1: <laughs> the one, the only.
3: Um, whopper
4: winches.
1: <laughs> whopper bar in the,
3: in the world. At this point, yes. Yeah. We were invited to go to the opening in Munich mm-hmm. this summer. Yes, what they make, personally want
1: to
0: see us. What makes yes. it they a Whopper, Whopper a bar? Yeah. To, of what?
3: The Whopper, next BK Whopper bar. Yes.
0: They invited you to go to Munich? Yes. Are they paying for it? No. Okay, well you're not calling <laughs> <that>. okay, <sir. laughs> What makes it a Whopper bar versus a regular Burger King? Did you get to
4: build your own? or
3: Well, we thought, I thought going into it, we were going to be able to right. put our own toppings
1: on. But that's what I thought, like a big, long salad right. bar kind of a thing. But they have their Whopper Topper station. And when you order your burger with the special toppings, all the um, employees yell, Whopper Topper. Is that so what they were yelling? Yeah, that's what they were yelling. And their arms go up. Yep. Everybody stops what they're doing to yell whopper topper. And we're all looking around like, what's what's going on? What's
5: happening? Sounds tragic.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But when we first got in, we were the first ones in the door, right behind the king. I mean, they opened up the door the little whopperettes opened the door and the king went in and then we were kathy and i were the first ones behind him we obviously were groupies <laughs> but we didn't get the first one we didn't we went to the wrong station and this uh, guy
1: from brazil i think mm-hmm. got the first one and they carried this whopper out like it was made of gold oh, it was just it was a big performance yeah. and
3: everybody like was handed it to the guy it. and
1: yeah it was something else it, it
3: was just, pretty wild
4: now why is it called a bar again
3: Because of all the toppings, 22 toppings. 22 different toppings.
0: What kind of toppings?
3: Okay, smoked bacon, pepper, bacon, cheddar, pepper jack, Swiss, American grilled onions, angry onions, onions, crispy onions, onion rings, pickles, jalapenos, burger, relish, guacamole, sauteed mushrooms, barbecue sauce, A1 thick and hearty sauce, angry sauce, which we have, bourbon flavored sauce, parmesan, peppercorn sauce, and Thousand
5: Island. Why is the sauce angry? I,
3: I don't know, but it was really good.
5: It was really a as a child. It
3: was really good. Because um, Kathy and I both got the Angry Whopper, and it had onion rings and angry, angry sauce
0: on right.
2: it. It
3: gets more tra- <laughs>
2: <laughs> Angry onions. Where is this located in City Walk?
3: It is upstairs by the movie theaters, Oh, well, next to Panda bus- Express. It'll do a
2: good business up there. Oh,
3: yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a good addition,
1: because the food was relatively cheap. You can't. They don't have like regular size hamburgers. It's only the whoppers with the additions.
3: And they do have uh, a chicken. They do have a chicken, though. A
1: so Gender if your Christmas child chicken. wanted a little hamburger, they're out of luck. But if you want a whopper with all the different toppings, this is your place so to go. Sh-
2: that's why it's considered the whopper. And Walmart.
1: they serve breakfast too. So yeah, it's a great place you can go for breakfast.
3: But it's interesting. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Make them do the whopper dance.
3: (laughs) But we got our food and we sat down and we were sitting there just talking, chatting, you know, what? And, um, this guy comes over and he says, uh, well, first before that, the Burger King executives were handing out the napkins and the straws and all
0: being one with the people. It Mm
3: It was like being one with us. And the, the dude that handed me my straw, I mentioned that this was my very first Whopper, and he was like, "Wow, how did you? You know, almost said well, how did you get?
2: How'd you old? How did you get
3: here without a Whopper?'
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's the Whopper trough <laughs> face
5: in it. This is why okay, the trough is angry.
3: <laughs> so we got our Whoppers. We sat down. What's talking. your
2: answer to this being your first Whopper?
3: That was my answer.
4: It Did was Did you my grow up Whopper. under a rock? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I just
3: said I just never, you know, I even worked at Burger King briefly in 84.
4: <laughs> never had a Never you had crossed a your mind to taste Well,
3: it? I had to cook them.
5: So, you know, I
2: just,
3: not that they were bad. So I
5: you just, were repulsed?
3: No, I just, I, I wasn't a big, I'm not a big meat eater. So, you know. So we sat down, we are eating.
5: They do have a children's meal. It's a four-piece chicken tender meal.
3: Oh, they're shaped like little crowns.
5: Mm-hmm. It includes fresh apple fries and Hershey's chocolate milk. Mm-mm. And they
1: did have salads, and they did have really nice looking salads and, and, and yeah, juices in a case as you so, walked up.
5: So,
2: who came up to you and asked you about being and
3: um, I, Channel thirteen. The little mm. guy looks like he's about twelve. I don't remember what his name. Oh yeah, was. I've seen yeah. him. Little skinny guy. He came over and he's. You know, of course, they go down lower than you to get that good angle of looking up at you while you're eating. <laughs> it's
2: actually pretty good. It's actually better than him coming down and getting really? fourteen of my chins. <laughs> Man, I don't know. Did you was, see it? It was like you look. I'm telling you. I was oh like, my oh, god! It was, was
3: good. And I did not know he was filming before. Did you? Because he showed no. me eating. And I'm thinking stuff dropping out of my
5: mouth.
2: There's also the the opening scene of that is you two both online.
3: Right. Getting- <laughs> <laughs> but my favorite part was um, afterwards in the in the TV. Segment, they told how much, uh, how many calories were in the whopper that we consume, which made me feel
2: even better. How many were in there?
1: It's like 1500, 1500. Oh man, and 100 grams of fat. Oh, so, yeah,
2: oh lord. But
1: this is where we add our disclaimer we didn't eat the whole burger, it was
3: just too much. It was good, but it was just,
1: you yeah, know, they really needed a smaller size. Well, I, I
3: need
5: to revisit something. What yes. made this us angry? <laughs>
3: well it was it was
1: red, and
5: was it a hot sauce?
3: It was kind of hot it yeah. was
1: yeah, it was a little bit tangy, and the onions on there, the angry onions, just sort of, sort of looked like an onion ring like smashed that they put on the burger
5: that angered them, yeah, <laughs> could I just <laughs> <run>? <laughs> I would just like mine slightly annoyed.
1: <laughs> and they now a little serve, they also serve it to you in a box now. Oh, it's a so huge it's, box. So that it's easier for you to carry because now you've customized your... Oh, and it, they have whopperistas that help you customize your burger. Oh, you know, like a, a barista. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. They do. Yeah. And oh, I don't love. think the guy that waited on us, I don't know if he could have answered any questions no. we had. Help me choose my toppings. You know, I mean... Mm-hmm.
1: I really can't see if you go in on a busy day and you're, oh, I can't decide. Do I want the, the pepper bacon or this? Come yeah. on, come on, give me your order. You know, I.
0: Well, what I like too is that they they also offer breakfast, right? Which you know, I, I'm telling you, Universal is in desperate need of you know a decent, quick place to have breakfast because the parks really don't have any good options.
1: Well, but we it's were, so close. Yeah, we were saying that it was where it's located. You could easily come out of either one of the parks and have your lunch and go back in. Something and, your kids know. And I thought you know? you know the burgers were better than some of the ones I've had in the park. What about the
0: price point of the burgers?
1: It was six seventy. Both of us together was under thirteen. I think. It was six seventy something for our angry burger, um, fries, and a drink. So that's not too that's- bad.
0: Excellent
5: oh, I'm about a bad. theme park. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. Plus, you get to see a dancing whopperista,
1: <laughs> and they yell "whopper topper," <laughs> and they have spiffy new uniforms. And they oh, all black yeah. and and with little flames to remind you of uh, you know PK. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Don't go there. <laughs> but it's someplace whopper topper. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were saying whopper bar. Upper bar? No. Well, unless the person I read that because I couldn't understand what someone they were saying, the but animal. like everybody stops when they do
3: this. They did someone the the leader or whoever come out. I saw her one time, kind of do this and look at everybody, and then they all stopped taking our order or whatever they were doing because it happened twice while we were waiting mm-hmm. in line, and we were the first ones in line. They all stopped and started screaming, and then you know, then <laughs> they took our order. Mm-hmm. I don't. We I'm have hoping. to go. <laughs> That
0: might be the first. They have fast food Tourettes. Is that a one time thing? <laughs>
1: yeah, I want to go back and see if they, uh, yeah. you know, like purposely order something off the topper thing and see if they yeah. all yell and scream.
3: And-, and they gave us goodie bags. We each got a Whopper shirt, which is not big enough, but it's it's got the Whopper with every topping your own on Whopper the topper. front.
1: Yeah, with all yeah. the toppings. So if you forget, you could just. So get
3: it's
5: a mid-rift?
1: Shirt. Yes. <laughs> Because
5: uh, there's nothing prettier than a Whopper belly shirt.
1: Yeah. Oh, and then there's a down at the bottom of the escalator, or right there in the air. They have a thing called the BK Studio that they've got
3: uh, Your Whopper
1: merchandise. Yeah, like T-shirts, and I think they said artwork. Artwork, yeah. <laughs> but it's a like a, a temporary display. They're gonna call it
5: W23. <laughs> B23. <laughs>
0: Oh Lord in heaven!
3: But I think it's a wonderful addition. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: I'm, I'm excited to go over and check it out. I'm sorry I was uh, not there. for Well, no, I'm really not because I was on the cruise. But um, well, I was, was, I was a, looking forward to going to checking it out. There,
3: there
1: was a lot of people there. Yeah, there sure was
0: a lot of
3: dignitary type, you know, Whopper Universal.
1: But I was ways. also surprised to see how many of the public
3: yeah. was up there too. Well, while I was waiting for you to show up, Kathy, they kept over the main speakers in City Walk for the first. Thirty or forty minutes before it opened, they kept stopping the music and announcing it.
1: Oh, okay. I wonder. Head how the on hell over, needed... you know. Okay. Meet
3: the King.
1: Oh, God, he's just
3: <laughs>
4: the, too creepy creepy but...
1: the creepy King. The creepy King.
3: I like when he he'd, he'd take his picture and he'd go and point at you like
0: take
1: my picture. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was creepy. Like Chuck Worley. <laughs> <laughs> now Chuck Wurley's way cooler than the King was.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much for that report. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Again, my apologies that it's going up late, but I hope it was worth the wait. So that will do it for this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next week with another edition of the Diz Unplugged Roundtable. Have a great week, everybody, and remember, stay out of the damn lakes.